0: On 11.34 Medium Wave and online at burstradio.org.uk, this is Featured First from Burst Radio. This is indeed Featured First. Uh, Welcome back to the Featured First UBU election special for the uh, sabbatical and part-time officers' elections 2008. Uh, We're going to be going through all of the uh, vice president's um, candidates uh, uh, in the path uh, in the path of this show, if I can speak, um, <laughs> we're going to be uh, asking them uh, all the same questions. Actually, no doubt we'll get uh, quite varied answers uh, from them. Um, unfortunately, one of the candidates, um, Chris Walsh, uh, is unable to uh, attend uh, at the show in the studio today Uh, but he has given us uh, a series of answers to the questions that we've supplied him and we'll be going through those a little bit later. Now logically you'd expect that we'd be going through the candidates in something like alphabetical order Unfortunately, that's not the case because we thought we'd be um, we thought we'd fit in with the uh, union and uh, go through the list in the order that's on the union website. So, uh, if you're near a computer and want to check who we're going to be talking to, uh, just go to the union website ubu.org.uk/forward/slash/elections. So, we're going to kick off with Caroline Bates. Welcome to the studio.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: Okay, well, we're going to have to uh, keep all these down to uh, five minutes in order to stick to time. So. Uh, uh, five minutes starting roundabout now. Um, what do you currently do at the university?
1: Um, I'm a third year student um, and I'm in uh, studying theology and religious studies.
0: Okay. And what do you think the most important role of the vice president is?
1: Um, I think ultimately, um, whilst all of the um, things that the vice president has to do are very important, I think making sure that students know your door is always open um, and your report of call that they can always come to um, is probably the most important because unless students know that, then it kind of makes the rest of the role a little pointless.
0: Okay. Now what made you decide to run in the elections, both in general and actually for the vice president position?
1: Um, well I've been a part-time officer um, for the last two years and I've seen the hard work that all of the SABS put into making the union work and making it a bit more accessible to all students. Um, so I thought that I might be good in um, one of the roles um, because I care about the union too Um, but specifically I think I went for vice president because it combines both the roles of leadership with the vice president side um, and the general looking after the union with the welfare side Um, and having been on the union's welfare committee for the um, past two years um, I've helped run and organise some of the welfare events as well The, the sort of combination of all of that made the vice president the role that I felt that I was most suited to
0: Okay. Now there's been a lot of candidates running for the vice presidency this year why do you think that is?
1: Oh, it was quite a shock to go to the candidates meeting and hear five names read out for it. Um, I mean, yeah, there's obviously just a lot of us this year that have a passion for the union, a passion for representing students. Um, and obviously we'll want to get more involved with the union, and develop the good work that it already does, I think, probably most most importantly.
0: OK. Now, what experience do you think has most helped you um, in, in your role, uh, if you get it as vice president, while you've been at Bristol?
1: Um, I think there's a couple of things. I mean, I think my two years as a part-time officer um, have helped because I've worked um, with both the last two vice presidents, both Nick Barnett and Hannah Isaacs, um, and that's given me an insight into the work that they do. Um, but also as a student who has a part-time job and is a member of societies and gets quite heavily involved with the union, I think sort of the sort of time management skills I've learnt from doing my degree um, would help with the job as well because I drink it's quite a busy role.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, moving on to yourself really where 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 in the union building um do you reckon you spend the most time and why is that
1: Ooh, that's actually quite a toss-up it would be between probably the swimming pool and the epi um although i'd probably say the epi um because it doesn't seem to matter what i've done whether it's i've been to student council i've been to a meeting or i've just come to see somebody most things seem to end up with people going into the epi for a quick drink afterwards for a quick chat and socialize so i think that's probably probably where i spend the most time
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we're halfway through the voting period. Mm. How do you think the <laughs> prospects stand?
1: Um, I mean, competition this year is is it's fierce. It's strong. Um, there's a lot of, lot of us who really, really, really want the role, um, and it's quite hard to tell with there being so many candidates. But I think all I can say at this stage is I'm I'm hopeful, and I really, really, really do want the role. I think that's all I can say on that one.
0: Okay. Now to do with the welfare role, of the vice president. What do you think? the one thing that the university could do to improve welfare would be?
2: Um,
1: I mean, ultimately, you'd want to come here and say, I want them to do specifically this or I want them to specifically do that. But I think maybe the best thing um, that I would say is my number one is that it needs to be accessibility and advertisement of the of the services that are available to students, the places that they can go to. Um, because at present, it's not necessarily always very clear um, to students who are either having problems or who... I mean, anybody could have a problem and you might need that help in the future. So until you know where you can seek that help, um, I think the advertisement and accessibility of what's available is their num- should be their number one priority.
0: OK. Now, what's the most crazy thing you've ever done for students, do you think?
1: Mm, I don't actually really think I've done anything specifically that crazy. But I'm sure that lots of my friends and people on my course, or just generally anybody that knows me, would think that most things that I do and probably say are fairly crazy. I mean, most of them seem to think that running an election and practically not sleeping for two weeks is is pretty crazy, but nothing specific on that one.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, do you have any plans if you don't win the post?
1: um yep long term i'm looking to be um an re teacher um so hopefully if i don't get the role i'll get onto the pgc of course here at bristol which means i can still stay involved anyway <laughs> um but yeah hopefully hopefully i'll get the role though so i won't have to worry about that for this year
0: <laughs> now what's been the scariest moment of the campaign for you
1: i was thinking about this and i don't actually think that i've had any scary moments because really i've enjoyed almost every moment of the last two weeks it's been good fun despite the cold weather despite getting wet um despite the late nights and sort of early starts and there's all been good sort of banter between all the candidates as well so no scary moments just all good fun
0: okay and finally um why do you think the average student should choose you in a nutshell in a very short nutshell please
1: i think the average student should choose me for vice president because i'm would class myself as a fairly average student and would therefore hope that I can represent what they want and that hopefully that they could come to me to ask for what they wanted.
0: Okay. Caroline Bates, thank you very much.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: On burstradio.org.uk, this is Featured First. So, a changeover in the chair. Uh, Welcome to the studio, Rose Cashman Pugsley. Hello. Hello. Now, uh, again, this is going to have to uh, be fairly brief, I'm afraid, so uh, let's launch straight into it. Um, What do you currently do at the university?
2: I'm a third year and I'm studying archaeology and anthropology.
0: Okay. Right. Now um, what do you think the, the most important role of the Vice President is?
2: Uh, I definitely see that as coordinating the welfare campaigns really effectively and just generally raising awareness of all the support services that we have here. Yep.
0: Okay, now something obviously decided, to make, uh, to, decided you to run in these elections, yeah. w- what was that and w- why Vice President?
2: Um, Well, I've had to work really closely with both the Vice President's sabbaticals for the past year as my um, role as Nightline Coordinator, and I think it's mostly been Hannah's fantastic work this year, which has really inspired me to continue what she's doing, and also um, want to be able to make changes to the current welfare services, and I think there are definitely flaws that exist that are only noticeable to people who are attempting to run major welfare services such as Nightline. Um, For example, ensuring cooperation between the welfare groups and also advertising and marketing because there's definitely breakdown in communication so I want, to, I want to sort out those problems that I've faced over the last year.
0: Okay. Now, why do you think there are so many candidates who want to uh, the vice president role this year for five of them?
2: Yeah, I think mainly it's the fact that there's the new welfare suite, the vice president's role's um, escalated. Um, Hannah's been really prominent this year and I'm actually quite happy that there's loads of us running for it. It means that hopefully the best possible person will get the job and hopefully that will be me. But um, yeah, I'm quite happy about it.
0: Okay. Now, you kind of briefly answered this already, but what experience have you had at Bristol which you think will help you in the Vice President's role, should you get it?
2: Okay, well, again, that would be Nightline. I've spent nearly 500 hours volunteering with them since my first year, so I know pretty much what issues affect students the most um, and also where the current welfare services are lacking, for example, not offering a full range of supports. Um, so these experiences have, and also the skills that I've learned from these experiences have um, made me want to work for much more dynamic approach to welfare services such as offering really accessible drop-ins like I would like the welfare suite to never be closed ideally um, fully equipped helplines and laser group support for a number of issues not just the self-esteem ones that are running at the moment and assertiveness I, I, in my ideal world I'd like groups where people with the same problems can support each other in a peer-based group um, for example with eating disorders so that they can work through those together
0: okay now um Obviously any prospective sabbatical officer is going to know quite a bit about the union. Yes. Where do you think you've spent the most time in this building and why?
2: Um, Divided kind of between um, the fourth floor where I have lots of meetings, uh, especially the welfare suite, and after those meetings, the Epi Bar. I spend a lot of time there. It's a lovely place to go. Everyone should go there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's cheap.
0: (laughs) Now, we're halfway through the voting period. Yes. How do you reckon your prospects are?
2: Um... I'm not going to get complacent about it. I've been working really really hard and I think my general work ethic is to not be too pessimistic but to convince myself that I'm not doing well so that I constantly fight harder and I'm just gonna keep stepping things up from now on. Okay.
0: Now, If the university in your view could do one thing to improve students welfare
2: what should that be? Um, It should be massive active promotion of all the welfare services. In an ideal world it would be impossible for a student to be completely lost um, and not know where to turn to. So, from the moment students arrive, they should have all the information they need, and um, all the welfare services should be pushed throughout the year so that everyone is completely aware of where they need, like a listening ear, where they can go for sound advice, or you know, a drop-in centre, a cup of tea, and a chat if they're just feeling a bit lonely.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what's the most crazy thing you reckon you've ever done for students?
2: Um, well, some of you may know that the, there's a nightline bear costume, and for the last two years at Fresh, I've dressed up in that costume, and it is impossible to breathe in it. It is the hottest suit in the world, and once you're in it, you get a bit enthusiastic, and my dance moves in the last two years with all the commercial stores, have made me nearly pass out on two occasions, and it did take me a few hours to recover, so I'm obviously really keen about putting other people's welfare before my own, which is <laughs> a bit mad.
0: Mm, that is a bit crazy. Do you have any plans if you don't actually get the post?
2: Um, Cry a lot. I'm going to set aside the weekend for crying if I don't get it. Um, Otherwise, general, um, try and get some work experience with the charity. There's also the position of um, a full-time position as London Nightline Coordinator. Um, Just generally, anything that will make me happy is doing something for other people, and I would not be fulfilled if I ended up working in an office. I really, really want to be able to help people.
0: Okay. Now, what's been the scariest moment of the campaign for you?
2: Uh, Two joint ones. Um, One of my banners got stolen a few hours after it got put up. That was quite scary. Um, Didn't like that at all. And then also on Monday when there was a hailstorm, I got a hailstone in my eye. I thought I was going to be blinded for life.
0: Hmm. Now, now, very, very briefly, please, yeah. why should the average student choose you as Vice President?
2: Because I'm really creative. I've got loads of fresh ideas um, in order to tackle the current problems, for example, with funding and student welfare provision. I've got extensive um, first hand experience, which I think will be unbelievably helpful in the role. I'm kind, I'm friendly, and at the end of the day, I really, really, really want this job.
0: Okay. Well, Rose, thank you very much.
2: Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: On 11.34 Medium Wave and online at burstradio.org.uk, this is Featured First from Burst Radio. Now, as we mentioned earlier, the uh, third of uh, the candidates, Chris Walsh, is unable to join us in the studio today, uh, but we have been supplied with uh, answers to the questions that we've been asking all the candidates, so uh, we're going to go with those now.
3: Okay, so what do you currently do at the university?
0: At neuroscience.
3: Okay, and what do you think is the most important part of the role of vice president?
0: Uh, Welfare.
3: Okay, what made you decide to run in the elections, both in general and specifically for the vice president position?
0: Um, Hanging around the union far too much, and realizing it would be possible to make a difference.
3: (laughs) Okay, why do you think there have been so many candidates for the post of vice president this year?
0: Well, I I think all positions should be this contested. It's very lucky that, aside from myself, we have four such strong candidates for the job.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, What experience have you had at Bristol which would help you in the role of Vice President?
0: Well, I've been heavily involved in the union this year, sit on a number of committees and have also been on the Orbital Committee. Uh, These together combine welfare, housing and union operations. Mm
3: -hmm. Okay. Where in the union building do you spend the most time and why?
0: The EPI. Uh, I enjoy table football.
3: Halfway through the voting period, how do you feel about your prospects?
0: Well, at the moment, not very good at all. I've had a massive number of complaints made against me this morning.
3: Okay. (laughs) I won't ask. Um, If the university could do one thing to improve students' welfare, what would you want it to be?
0: Uh, To provide funding for Orbital to get a member of staff to support the student committee and provide welfare support to freshers out of halls.
3: What's the most crazy thing you've ever done for students?
0: The most crazy thing is definitely running for vice president.
3: (laughs) Um, Any plans if you don't get the post?
0: The third year of my degree.
3: Uh, What's been the scariest moment of your campaign?
0: Getting four complaints in one morning.
3: And uh, last of all, why should the average student choose you for vice president? Uh,
0: For all the reasons in my manifesto, and because beard is best. Apparently. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so those are the words of uh, Chris Walsh, not me. I'm not running for the vice presidency. Oh, if only. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't think you'd find me doing that. But uh, we have some more people waiting outside the studio door who are running for the vice presidency. So uh, let's get the next one in. Uh, Nick, uh, Not Nick Barnett, sorry, he's last. Ruth Jackson. You're listening to a podcast from Burst Radio Show, featured first catch the live show every Wednesday at three online at burstradio.org.uk and on air on 1134 medium wave in North Bristol. Okay so Ruth welcome to the studio.
1: Hello.
0: Um, now as uh, we've been saying to all the other candidates we're going to have to keep this down to a fairly strict five minutes for yep. time and to keep everything fair as well. Uh, so Let's go. Uh, What do you currently do at the university?
4: I'm a third year physics student, which don't go thinking that's like really hard, well it is quite hard, but it is quite fun, like we got to measure the speed of light in first year, it's not bad, it's quite good fun, and somebody has to do it.
0: Okay, Uh, what do you think the most important part of the role of vice president is?
4: Definitely vice president welfare, it's all about the welfare, like looking after students, making sure there's nothing getting in the way of them having a great time at university.
0: Okay. Now, what made you decide to run in the election, both generally and as vice president specifically?
4: This is actually my fourth union election. I feel so old. Um, I first ran two years ago after the AGM. There was a really good elections video during it, and I really enjoyed the AGM and just thought, I want to get involved. So that's why I first started running. Once I got involved, there's no going back. It's great fun. Um, But this past year, I've been women's officer, which means I've sat on welfare exec, and that's really, really just inspired me to um run for vice president welfare i also just really enjoy helping people
0: okay now there's five candidates running all together why do you think there have been so many this year
4: yeah that's a really good question i think uh the welfare services here um improving all the time and it's such an exciting area to be working in like there's so much scope of what you can do how much difference you can actually make to students so loads of people it's just really appealed to us
0: okay now You touched on this briefly, but what experience have you had at Bristol which you think will help you in the role of Vice President?
4: Yeah, I've had I've been involved with a whole load of things while I've been here, like ranging from the mentoring parenting scheme and physics. I actually organised it this year, which was great fun. Like pairing up 207 physics freshers with mentors or parents, as we'd like to call them, from second, third, and fourth year. It was just great to see them integrated in the department. But I've also been a, like a course rep and sit on science faculty boards. So I've got loads of experience representing students for university, which is an important part of their vice president role. And I've been on JCR and involved in societies like. A million things like I've really been quite involved so I'm well experienced for the role
0: okay now what experience um sorry we've already done that question (laughs) where in the union building um, do you think you, you spend the most time and why obviously any sabbatical is going to spend quite a lot of time in the union
4: Um, Well I have loads of meetings like all over the place so I tend to vary a bit as to where I am but my favourite place to be spending time would have to be because I really enjoy chatting to students and it would have to be the bars because you can really just get to know people, have a chat and it's good fun.
0: Okay, now we're halfway through the voting period, how do you think your prospects are?
4: It's really hard to tell with so many candidates. It's just so wide open. Um, You can't predict it, but I'm hopeful. Um, I have faith in the student body that they're going to make a good choice. Um, Yeah, I'm
0: hopeful. Now, let's say the university could only do one thing to improve the uh, welfare of students. What would you want that to be?
4: uh one of the key areas is housing particularly um halls for first year it's the first place you come to you're coming miles and miles away from home a lot of people don't know anyone you're just really feeling all alone it's so important that you have four walls to to um call your own and somewhere to you know just relax after a, a long day at university and yeah if you if you're just stressed out at home where you're living with it's you just can't concentrate on your work. You can't do well. Um, and welfare is all about making sure there's nothing preventing students making the most of their education and the opportunities we have at university.
0: Okay. Now, what do you reckon the most crazy thing you've ever done for students is?
4: I like to think I'm usually the sane one when all the craziness is going on. I'm good at calming people down and being normal and rational and, yeah, keeping my calm. So I don't want to mention any crazy things I might have done.
0: Okay. Now, do you have any plans if you don't actually get this post?
4: So focused on the campaign at the moment and not to think past next week. It's just all focused on this at the moment, taking it one step at a time.
0: OK. Now, what would you say the, the scariest moment of the campaign so far has been for you?
4: I actually thought lecture shout-outs were going to be the scariest because when you've got, like, 200 people staring at you. Um, but actually, I've really enjoyed them. They've been quite good fun. Um, it's really good to, you know, loads of students are there. They're listening to what you ha- what you have to say and... Can publicise the welfare services we have and things while we're doing it um, what's going to be scariest is waiting for the results on results night. it's going to be so tense and there's nothing you can do to influence it at that stage you've just got to wait and see
0: mm-hmm. and finally why should the average student choose you for vice president
4: students are my top priority like I love students. I love being a student. I just love the whole student culture. Um, but you should pick me because I'm experienced, enthusiastic and effective. But more importantly, you should choose me for what I can do for you.
0: Okay. Ruth Jackson, thank, thank you Thank much. On 11.34 Medium Wave and online, you're listening to Featured First from Burst Radio. So, uh, finally, Nick Barnett, welcome to the studio. Thank you very much. Lovely Uh, to be here. As we said to everybody, we're going to have to keep this for a fairly strict five minutes, uh, make sure we can fit everyone in and keep it fair, so uh, let's get going. Uh, What do you currently do at the university?
5: I'm currently a final year geography student uh, in my uh, third year. I took a year out last year to be vice president of the union, so I'm back studying again this year.
0: Okay. Now, what do you think the most important part of the role of the vice president is?
5: I mean, having done the job last year, the feeling that I've got is yes, welfare is a very, very important part of the job. But for me, it's all about representation. It's about representing students' welfare needs, but also about representing their needs in the union. And there are lots of decisions we have to make day by day, which are really, really important, such as do we want to spend more money on welfare or do we want to spend more money on societies? And if you are elected as vice president, you've got to make sure you represent those students.
0: Okay. Now, what made you decide to run in these elections? Both generally in the elections and for the role of the vice president?
5: I mean, having done the job already, I absolutely loved it. It was one of the best experiences I've ever had. And, I mean, I decided to run again because I really do think I'm the best candidate. I've had the most experience at the job. I enjoyed it, but also I think we're in a very difficult period now. The university's got some designs on the union. Students are suffering more and more from stress and mental health issues. I think we've got to make a real difference. We've got to help them feel better about themselves and help make our union a better, stronger place. So that's why I'm running for VP Welfare. And I'm running in the union elections overall because I do love my union. I mean, spending four years as part of it is evidence of that.
0: Okay. Now... There's five candidates standing for the vice president this year. Why do you think there's so many?
5: Well, I'd like to think that after uh, my year, it's clearly a legacy of the vice president position being such a fantastic position to be a part of. But I think the reality is that students understand that the VP welfare can make the most difference to students across the university. President's a great position, but you get so much more contact with students being the VP welfare. And I'm sure the other candidates like me get a real thrill from helping people feel better.
0: Okay. Now, you've obviously uh, touched on this already, but what experience have you had at Bristol that you think will help you in the role of vice-president?
5: Having done the job for a year already, I mean, that's the best experience in the world. I mean, I'm the only candidate who can hit the ground running... I mean, I don't need to have all the introductions made to the university staff members. I mean, I know the vice-chancellor. I mean, I'm already a national campaigner on welfare issues. I campaign for the NUS. Uh, I'm a representative for the South West in liberation campaigns as well. So I think I've got a wide range of experience. But in addition to that, I'm probably one of the only candidates who understands how important education is as part of what the vice-president does. And I'm one of the few people who can support and understand the work that Tobin, if he gets re-elected, will be doing. So I think that's a massive asset it as well
0: okay now obviously any sabbatical officer is going to spend quite a lot of time in this building the union where do you spend most of the time that you are in here and why
5: well i used to spend most of my time in my office surprisingly but they've moved it now they've moved it to the other side of the building it used to be a great office i i used to spend a lot of time in there doing work but then late in the evening i used to have my own sofa As well, so I could crash and read my papers and eat lots of chocolate. So I used to love my office, but outside of that, I probably spend a bit too much time in the shop buying chocolate.
0: Okay. Now we're halfway through the voting period. How do you reckon the prospects look for you?
5: I'm I'm confident. I I wouldn't have been running in this election again for vice president if I wasn't confident that I was going to win. So uh hopefully the students are, are going to pick me, they're going to pick Nick. Uh, if they do, they do. If they don't, then they think the other candidates are better. At the end of the day, it's about what's in the best interests of the University of Bristol Students' Union.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, if you think... If the university could only improve one thing in student welfare. What do you think that issue should be?
5: I think it's got to be coordination of their welfare services. At the moment, personal tutors, which is where most students come into contact with the university, just don't know about welfare services. So if you've got a personal tutor in your department and you go to him and say you're depressed, he's got to know that there are drop-in sessions at student counselling. He's got to know that you can go to student health and get some medication. He's got to know all those things. And if he doesn't, then, you know, we can't help our students. I mean, one of the things I'm really about is helping students help themselves and that's what the university's really got to get on board with.
0: Okay. Now, what do you think the most crazy thing you've ever done for students at Bristol is?
5: um it was during my vp uh, welfare year i dressed up with a giant condom suit and uh following a theme here i also um laid in a bed covered in condoms to promote safe sex on valentine's day uh, the vice chancellor walked by at the time it was a tiny bit embarrassing i have to say
0: okay now we're running out of time so i'm yep. gonna have to ask you to answer this very briefly but uh, do you have any plans if you don't actually get the post
5: uh yes i have got some plans um either working for the nus national union students or as a political lobbyist
0: Okay. Now, what's been the scariest moment of the campaign so far?
5: Ooh, I think uh, probably coming in your radio show. I mean, the questions are really incisive and they're really drilling down to what we're all about. uh, But it's been a pleasure as well.
0: Okay. Uh, And finally, why should the average student choose you as vice president?
5: Uh, I think they should picnic. Because having done the job before, I know exactly what needs to be done and I can improve it. And if you look at my manifesto, I've delivered things like 15,000 condoms for students, £100,000 for halls of residence, a Hodgkin scholar, all of those things. And I can do all of that and more if I get elected again.
0: OK. Nick Barnett, thank you very much.
5: Thank you very much.
0: OK. Well, thank you very much to uh, all the uh, vice presidential candidates for agreeing to come onto the show. Uh, And now it's time to move on. You're listening to Burst Radio, and this is Featured First.